Some stories are born of a fertile mind. Others come from the heart. Then there are those whose origin is shrouded in legend and history. Come explore mystery, folklore, fantasy, and wonder from the Green Velvet Chair. Everybody, welcome back to the final episode of Game Night. If you're just as curious as I am as to how they're going to figure out how to fix this problem and all this action going on, well, here we go. Let's just jump into the story. Back in the garden. That plan sounds perfect, Edna. We'll have to work fast. I can't imagine those trolls are going to remain calm for long. It's not in their nature. I... Do we have enough knitting needles? Oh, you bet. Uh, Mrs. P? Hundreds of spiders began spinning silk, yards and yards of it. Cat was amazed at the speed, not only of the spiders, but the knitters. Their needles clicked in rapid fire. Uh, Mrs. P, Hugo is really fast. Oh, he's also very talented. I love watching him work. Cat... Can you move these finished nets over there and please put them in a pile? Uh, sure, Hazel. I better be careful not to get tangled in them. <laughs> yes, we wouldn't want to trap you. So, um, how are you going to warn the guest? Well, I know Athena can have some of the children find out where the invisible man is and bring him here. We'll use him as a go-between. Keep going, everyone, for the Institute! For the Institute! Move along, Martin. I don't have all night. Yes, I'm sure you need your beauty sleep, Chandler. That's Lord Chandler. Oh, right. Mr. P led them to the kitchen. Is this a joke, Martin? I've heard the kitchen is the heart of a house, but... I can't imagine the stone would be in such an obvious place, or it would have been discovered by now. Ugh, it's this way. Mr. P went to the basement door and the stairs going down towards Hugo's apartment. Watch your step. Wouldn't want you to trip, Lord Chandler. Martin, speed it up, or Mr. Smee might become anxious and injure your little friend. There's no need for that. It's over here. That's just a bunch of shelves with home canned food. I don't see a stone. Mr. P pushed a button on the wall. The shelves slid to the side, revealing a door. Let me get the key. Ah, here it is. He unlocked and pushed open the door. A light came on. Is this a trick, Martin? No, I'm not that stupid. You go first. Well, as you wish. Uh, no, no, Martin, wait. Brutus, you go first. Uh, okay. The short hairy troll walked through the door. Please identify yourself. Uh, Brutus? Identification not confirmed. Please state password. Uh, what, what now, boss? Password incorrect. Ten seconds to disintegration. Hey, boss? Martin. <sighs> Good morning, Hal. 
password, Martin Phillips, par excellence. Password confirmed. Welcome, Mr. P. How can I help you? Why, Martin, you sure are full of yourself. Like, hurry up. Go on. Good morning, Hal. I'm retrieving the heartstone for routine maintenance. Very good, Mr. P. Let me know if you need anything. Yes, thank you, Hal. Samantha! What? 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 Who's that? Shh! It's me, Chad! Uh, who? Oh! The other invisible game player! Yeah, that's me! Shh! Mrs. P has a plan. Try to keep these goons distracted while I talk to the other guests. Um, okay. Hey, hairy ugly dude. All the trolls in the room turned to look at her. Wow, talk about stereotyping. Hey, can I get something to drink? Chad, the invisible man, snuck around the room telling the guests about the plan and to be ready. Meanwhile, back in the basement... Mr. P unlocked yet another door. How many doors do you have? How many doors do you have, Martin? How many do we have to go through to get to this heartstone? Hmm, let me think. We've gone through 14 thus far. Huh, <laughs> boss, it's 15. By George Brutus, you are correct. Uh, who's George? Never mind, just hurry up, Martin. As you wish. Back in the garden. Wow, Mrs. P, this pile is getting huge. Whew, we're done. Ah, oh, perfect. Athena, can you tell your children to take their positions? Absolutely. Hundreds of spiders scurried around grabbing the knitted webs, readying themselves in defense of the Institute back in the ballroom. Hey, guys, this is pretty boring. Hey, Mr. Smee, can we at least have some music? Uh, uh, I, I guess so. The band started to play, which of course was part of the plan the Knitters Club had devised. In the mostly dark ballroom, the trolls started tapping their feet in time to the music and didn't notice the spiders on the ceiling. Back in the basement. Um, last one. Good evening, Mr. P. I'm glad to see you. Ah, Hal. How are you? Well, Mr. P, I'm putting myself to the fullest possible use, which is all I think any conscious entity can ever hope to do. Yeah, wonderful. A computer with a borderline existential crisis complex. Yes, I see, Hal. We all have our responsibilities to bear. Mr. P, you seem a bit upset. Get on with it, Martin. Well, Hal, I'm just doing what needs to be done. Please deactivate security on the Heartstone. Back in the garden. Mrs. P. I found Miss Marple, Nancy Drew, Lord Whimsy, Dirk Gently, Veronica Mars, and, and but I couldn't find Inspector Columbo. Oh, well, 
he seems to kind of blend in with everything, so maybe he's actually in the ballroom with the other guests. Well, we need to get on with this plan if we're going to expect to rescue him and everyone else. I've gathered the Seekers and the hide-and-seek players we found in the library and armed them with the anti-troll blasters. Excellent, Cedric. Tell them to be ready and to move on my signal. Roger. Back in the basement. There you are, the Heartstone. Are you sure? It's not very impressive. <laughs> it's pretty. I agree, Brutus. It is pretty. Lord Chandler, would you like to carry it? Uh, no. I believe you can manage it, Martin. As you wish. Martin, don't do anything foolish, all right, old man? Mr. P was escorted back to the ballroom. Mr. Smee, what's going on? The entire ballroom fell silent. The band stopped playing. Uh, Lord Chandler, sir, um, uh... Oh, don't be a stick in the mud. We were just listening to some music while we waited for you. I see. I suppose one final fling before you die wouldn't hurt anything. <laughs> the entire room. Are we really going to kill them? Mr. Smee, we don't want to leave any witnesses, now do we? You monster! Well, it's just business, dear. Nothing personal. He pulled a small device from his pocket and grinned. When I press this button, you will all be immobilized. For easy disposal and annihilation. Smee, stand by. Uh, Lord Chandler, you never said anything about killing everyone. Hey, what about us? Ah, Brutus, Brutus, Brutus. I have programmed a failsafe mechanism. So are we safe? Uh, rest assured, you are as safe as your status warrants. That sounds iffy. What do we do with the bodies, boss? Excellent question. There's a portal in the back garden that will solve that problem. Where does it go, Mordor? <laughs> in the library, Cedric was giving last-minute instructions. Does, does everyone understand the plan? There were murmurs of assent. Any questions? Does this blaster only work on trolls? Uh, well, Miss Marple, yes. No other creatures will be affected. Ah, this should be fun. Okay, everybody, let's take our positions and be ready for the signal. Back in the garden. Are we ready? There were quiet murmurs of yes. All right, places, everybody. Come on, Edna. Let's bag us some trolls. Right behind you, Hazel. It's a ballroom blitz. Uh, did she just say that? Uh, yes, Miss Cat. She did. Mrs. P and her team used the hidden passages to position themselves alongside the armed seekers around the ballroom. The trolls, being simple-minded, were focused on Lord Chandler and didn't notice the movement, nor were they aware of the thousands of spiders moving around the ceiling. Uh, by the way, Lord Chandler, do you like surprises? Very funny, Martin. 
The guests scrambled under the tables as the spiders dropped the webs, trapping most of the trolls. The few trolls who avoided getting snared were treated to a dose of blaster fire from the armed combatants, turning the not-cute trolls into cute trolls with colorful tufts of hair on top of their head. The siege was over in minutes. Lord Chandler, shall we discuss the terms of your surrender? Not on your life! Lord Chandler pushed the button on the device he held. Nothing happened. He pushed it several more times. What's wrong with this piece of junk? He reached into his coat and pulled out a weapon and pointed it at Mr. P. The house protection system, better known as HAL, spoke. I'm afraid I can't let you do that. A hole opened up underneath Lord Chandler and he fell in. The hole closed with a pop. Mr. P, are you all right? Yes, Hal. Thank you. Please excuse the delay on my intervention. I don't feel quite myself at the moment. Ah, uh, it's not your fault, Hal. I have notified the authorities. They will arrive momentarily. A cheer went up around the ballroom as the lights came on. Hugo, these trolls look really cute now. Yeah. Too bad it's only temporary. As they were tying up the remaining non-webbed trolls, one of them was winking at Miss Marple. Hey, lady, you're kind of cute. Wanna go get a drink after this? You, sir, were about to injure innocent creatures. I would show you a good time. Miss Marple turned to Edna. I abhor unnecessary violence. She clobbered the troll with her handbag. As do I. They both grinned. Is, is everyone all right? There was a cry from the back of the room. Help! I'm bleeding! Uh, no, Fred, dear. You've dribbled strawberry jam on your shirt. Oh, sorry. The sentient police showed up and began escorting the trolls outside and into waiting vehicles to be hauled away. Officer Walrus, good to see you again, Wally. Sorry you couldn't join us earlier. Heh. <laughs> Sweet baby gerbils, Mr. P. You sure do throw some interesting parties. But duty calls. Good thing I brought a posse along to round up this group of insane clowns. Whoop, whoop. After the trolls had been hauled off by Officer Walrus and his posse, the game night guests began to clean up the mess left behind. Uh, Mrs. P., where do you want us to put all these webs? Well... I think we should donate them to the Natty Knitters Club. What do you think, Athena? Ah, oh, what a marvelous idea. I'm sure they will put the silk to good use. Hey, what's happening now? I'm afraid the bandits have infected the house with a cold. A bug of some sort. Another rumble, and the windows in the ballroom all disappeared. Confound it. All that shaking is going to ruin our checkers game. Yeah, no, it won't. I just won. Ah, oh, well, finally. I was getting tired of this game 40 years ago. Congratulations, old friend. 
Statler and Waldorf began picking up their game of checkers to clear it away. The only good part of this game was when we were interrupted, but this was one of the more entertaining nights. I'd say it was only a medium hostile takeover. Yeah, what do you mean? Well, it wasn't rare, and it wasn't well done. <laughs> so, what do we do for entertainment now? How about Jenga? Nah, we need something more lively. Well, how about this game I found in the closet upstairs? Uh, Jumanji, Jumanji, something like that. Hey, that sounds great. We can start playing it next year at the game night. I've talked to Santa, told him where the other elves are. He said I'll pick them up from the Bahamas in a few days. Let them enjoy the sun and sand for a bit. Oh, thank you, Cedric. I was wondering how we were going to tell Santa about all of this, but that worked. Thank you so much. Martin, what are we going to do about the house? Um, well, dear, I do believe... Oh, sorry, Mr. B. I forgot to call my Aunt Amelia. That's her calling me now. Not a problem, Miss Cat. Go ahead and answer it. Okay, thanks. Hi, Aunt Amelia. Uh, no, I'm fine. Sorry for not calling you earlier. Uh, really? You you are? Wait, me? <gasps> yes, that would be amazing. Sure, I can catch a flight tomorrow. Okay, I'll see you soon. Well, Mistress Cat, that sounded like good news, I hope. Oh, yeah. My Aunt Amelia wants me to go on assignment with her to Russia. She's going to a place called uh, Tanguska to cover a story. Oh, yeah, I know Tanguska. That's the place where there was a primordial black hole that smashed into the earth and flattened all the trees outward from the impact site. Um, I don't know, Hugo. I guess I'll find out when I get there. How do you know all this stuff? Oh, I read a lot. That is a timely occurrence. I was just about to tell you all that we need to fumigate the house, and therefore we will need to evacuate the guests and staff. If you don't need me to help you with all that, I was planning to go to my parents next week to work on their turtle sanctuary, but I can go earlier. Martin, I know that you would rather that I not be here either while the fumigation is happening. Remember what happened in 1877. Yes, my dear, I remember. This might be the perfect time to visit your sister. Would you like to go and do that? Oh, that would be grand. Oh, Mrs. P., where does your sister live? Oh, Atlantis. Well, wait, what? Oh, never mind, Mrs. P. I think that's a story for another time. I need to go pack. I just hope the stairs haven't moved. <laughs> that's funny, cat. Oh, hey, Mr. P., um, I probably need to go pack, too, unless you need me to stay. Well, no, Hugo, my boy. Go help your parents. I know those turtles are depending on them. Oh, uh, thanks, Mr. P. Thanks for listening. 
The Green Velvet Chair is a production of Misty Harbor Media. Written and performed by Kat Browning. Copyright 2020. Sound engineering by Sean Force from Forces of Nature. You can find us at www.thegreenvelvetchair.com.